Well, history will be in the making in just under an hour at BMO Field as Canada's men's soccer team attempts to clinch a spot at the World Cup. And it's going to be a busy Sunday at the downtown course. Some other major sports events happening. We'll have more on those in a moment. First, Mike Leach previews this afternoon's highly anticipated soccer match against Jamaica. It'll be quintessentially Canadian weather this afternoon at BMO Field for Canada's final home game of World Cup qualifying. The forecast for kickoff by the Lakeshore is minus 4 with a wind chill of minus 12. And head coach John Herdman says the weather's going to make it fun. This is a completely different animal with Jamaica and the conditions that you can see on the pitch and the conditions that are going to be here. This is, this is going to be a wild night for football. Herdman, the players and 30,000 strong hope the fun turns into a party with just a draw today against the Jamaicans. Canada will secure a spot at the World Cup for the first time since 1986. No Alfonso Davies for this one. He's still recovering from myocarditis. Mike Leach, City News. And after the excitement at BMO, the Toronto Maple Leafs are hitting the ice. The boys in blue taking on the Florida Panthers at Scotiabank Arena. But that's not all. The latest chapter of the WWE's Road to WrestleMania will also take place in the city, taking over the nearby Coca-Cola Coliseum. City's Enrique Amaturo has more on what this means for fans and for drivers. Spokesperson for Metrolinx, Matt Llewellyn, says the transit company is prepared in anticipation of thousands of people taking transit to the downtown core. We are going to have additional trains uh, that are going, getting people to those events and then additional trains getting people home as well. Metrolinx is also offering a deal. We have a weekend pass for uh, unlimited travel on either Saturday or Sunday, 10 bucks. So it's a great option in order to get around the city. Additional Go Transit staff will be on hand all day today. And a reminder for TTC riders, there's no subway service between Lawrence and St. Clair stations on Line 1, the Young University line. Shuttle buses will be running. Enrique Amaturo, City News. It will be a cold one today for anyone out watching the soccer game at BMO or taking in other activities around the GTA. A blast of winter has hit the region, bringing below freezing temperatures and snow. And our meteorologist Carl Lamb says it will be chilly for the remainder of the day. Right back into the depths of winter. So afternoon wind chills will be in the minus double digits all day long. And so if you're headed out to BMO Field, make sure you are dressed in layers. Have the parka, have the gloves, the scarf, the hat, whatever you need to stay warm because it is going to be very cold. Today's guaranteed high of zero was hit early this morning. Temperatures this afternoon will sit around minus five. Well, today's Greek Independence Day, and to celebrate, members of the Greek community held a parade this afternoon along the Danforth. A couple hundred people marched down the roadway waving blue and white flags. Now the annual parade, which marks the Greek War of Independence against the Ottoman Empire, had to be cancelled for the past two years thanks to the pandemic. As part of the Greek Independence Day event, there will be a wreath-laying ceremony taking place. Construction set to begin on the new Ontario line. A groundbreaking ceremony took place this afternoon with Premier Doug Ford and Mayor John Tory in attendance. The Metrolinx project will run from Exhibition Place to the Science Centre. It's looking to connect almost 16 kilometres of new track with 15 subway stops. Premier Ford says the government is making good on its promise to expand transit. Today, we're getting shovels in the ground on this once-in-a-lifetime project. First announced by our government in 2019, the Ontario Line is the largest subway expansion in Canadian history. It will expand the current subway system in Toronto by a full 50%. 
Warren says the project is expected to generate up to $11 billion in economic benefits for the GTA and support over 4,700 jobs. But it will also impact a number of roads in the downtown, including shutting down Queen Street between Victoria and Bay Street, uh, Bay Streets rather, for over four years beginning in May of 2023. Well, Toronto police are searching for the suspect in a stabbing that left one man fighting for his life in hospital. Investigators say it began with a verbal altercation near Beverly and Dundas Streets around Around 7.30 on Friday night, the suspect allegedly stabbed another man in the chest before he fled the scene. At last update, the victim had life-threatening injuries. Police are now looking for a man described as 5'8", with a thin build, long red hair and a ponytail, and a long full beard. You can find a picture of him at toronto.citynews.ca. Police say he should be concern- considered armed and dangerous. The Invasion of Ukraine. Russia's invasion now on its 32nd day. The Kremlin's defense ministry says air-launched cruise missiles have targeted facilities in Lviv, Ukraine, near the border with Poland. ABC's Terry Moran reports. A missile strike on an oil facility wounded five people, set storage tanks ablaze, and sent massive clouds of smoke billowing into the air over the city. ABC's James Longman on the scene. You can see the flames there burning. The city was meant to be a sanctuary for thousands, and now it feels like the war has come to them. About two hours later, a second missile attack here, this one hitting a defense facility. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky says to defeat Russia, his country needs fighter jets and not just missiles and other defensive weapons supplied by the West so far. But NATO concerns about getting drawn into a military conflict with Russia have largely impacted any thought of sending warplanes to Ukraine. And shifting gears to the world of entertainment, the Oscars take place tonight, but it seems there's a bit of controversy. Here's Jason Nathanson with that explanation. One thing that's sure to be a hot topic on the red carpet is this new plan to take eight of the Oscars categories and announce the winners before the actual show and then edit them back into the show. So you'll see the winners, you'll see their speeches, you'll see them get their award, but it'll be an edited version. A lot of people saying, That's not how an Oscar is supposed to be won, that you're supposed to have it live on stage and get your Oscars moment, and that a lot of these winners this year will be denied that. The Oscars will take place tonight at 8 o'clock.